0: Welcome to Emotional Detox Podcast, where our mission is to get the world feeling again. Here is your host, author Sheriana Boyle.
1: Well, hello, everybody. Welcome to the Emotional Detox Podcast. I'm Sherrianna. I'm your host. I'm also the author of the new book, Emotional Detox Now, NOW. And today we're talking about grief and we're talking about loss. And I have a very special guest here. Her name is Dr. Ann Clark, a retired professor uh, from Michael Newton Institute Life Between Lives facilitator. Her work has led her to look for uh, the gift in life's challenging experiences. Several years ago, Dr. Ann Clark suffered an unexpected loss of her adult daughter and has since developed a specialty in healing from loss, offering workshops called Great Loss Workshops. She's a gifted writer. She's a speaker. She's a co-author of a book called Wisdom of Souls. And her her new book is called Healing from Great Loss, F- Facing Pain and Grief to Recover Your Authentic Self. Welcome, Dr. Ann Clark, to Emotional Detox. Thank you. I'm delighted to be here and thank you for having me oh you're you're so welcome, and first of all, I just want to say I'm so sorry for your loss how 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 long has it been, Dr. been six years six years so that's pretty I would think that's still does it feel fresh to you still? What is that experience like
0: At times it seems like it's been a long time, and at others it's just like it was yesterday
1: mm. and I would imagine that's part of the grief process so do you yes. find that's common? Yeah. So, uh, let's, let's dive right in, in terms of, of, you know, I mean, this is so timely a doctor and right. I mean, talk about loss, right? I mean, yes. it's, a, I, I know you specifically got really passionate about this, uh, topic because of the loss of your daughter, um, I imagine that this expands into other areas of people's lives, like loss of job. Would you agree with that? Or are you specifically? Yes. On? The okay. book
0: specifically addresses all kinds of losses, loss of job, career, a health crisis, financial disaster, even a major disappointment that it can occur in your life.
1: So when you say loss, you're talking about any of those, all of the above, any of those things kind of apply in terms of what you, what you've learned and what you're teaching and you've been teaching for a long time. I mean, this isn't just because you had a loss. You're uh, you're your professor, right? What were you a professor of?
0: At nursing. I'm an RN mm-hmm. and um, a nurse researcher. I had an academic career in nursing research.
1: And, and you said had, so is that a past career for you?
0: I took early retirement because I wanted to practice what I'd been preaching.
1: Oh, and I had a,
0: a wonderful, satisfying practice over the last 15 years.
1: Interesting. So why don't you show us your book? I know those of you listening can't see, but there there is a YouTube version for those of you listening. We've we put these on YouTube and it looks beautiful. I told her already. I love the font. <laughs> I pay attention to those things. Great healing from great loss. So there's the cover of the book again, it's, uh, Ann J Clark, PhD and an RN. So you're one smart cookie. Um, and that's for people out there. So I would imagine anyone that is really over-focused on loss. So you, let's, let's talk about that because don't you feel that Dr. Ann, that, you know, loss is on people's minds, right? Whether we talk, whether we're talking about it or not, it's on people's minds right now.
0: Yes. Well, let me start out by saying this book that I wrote is not for early days after you've had your loss. What it's for is a gap that I found in the literature. There are literally thousands of books out there that talk about grief and grieving and loss, but there are a few of them that talk about great loss and few of them that talk about the longer term effects of this type of loss and what you need to heal from it. What I experienced I term as a great loss, and that is losing my daughter was like losing a piece of my identity, a piece of my core identity, uh, something that Made life worth living for me. It's that kind of loss that this book talks about.
1: Wow. So you're saying you found there were gaps. Meaning you you went, I'm guessing you turned to books for support because it was such a tremendous and and I have three daughters, so I can't even I I want to cry just talking to you. (laughs) The thought of of losing a daughter, um, or, or a son or any any family member for that member, for that matter. So you found that there was there was some missing some things missing.
0: Yes, there were two things missing for me. And that is first of all, Being a Michael Newton Institute Life Between Lives facilitator, I follow the work of Dr. Michael Newton, whose groundbreaking work discovered that we are not humans who have a soul, but rather we are souls who come to earth to learn and to have experiences. And that when we die, only our body dies. We live on. So I did have that belief But I literally could not find any books out there that adequately addressed that issue. Some of them hinted at it and talked about it a little bit, but none that really carried it through. The second thing was I didn't find any books that addressed the issue that I experienced, and that is with a great loss. After I'd gone through the typical phases of grieving, I was left feeling empty and dead inside. All the joy and zest had gone out of my life. I was continuing to go through my days. I was back at work. And I was all my friends and family probably thought I was recovered. But I was far from that. Uh, All the joy had gone out of my life. So what I could not find at that point was a book that addressed that stage. And so that's what this book is for. It's for what we need to do to heal, not only heal, but to harvest the gift of such a great loss.
1: Powerful. So what I hear you saying is that we're taught to really focus on the physical, that we forget that we're a soul in a physical body rather than, right? And you're saying a lot of are you saying what you found was out there was more focused on the physical loss and didn't really connect the soul piece? Is that what you're saying? I
0: think think there was very little attention given in in literature out there on the spiritual aspect of great loss. And I believe great loss is a spiritual experience. There's no loss in the spiritual world. So one of the things that we come to earth for is to experience loss, to experience those powerful emotions, and to learn from it. The way we grow as souls and build soul character is through going through adverse experiences and overcoming them. That builds soul character, and it also makes us richer and wiser as human beings.
1: I love what you just said. I I love that and I would love to circle back to the emotions part cuz here we are we're on the emotional detox podcast and you said it's the the powerful emotions the 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 deep emotions. When you say powerful you're talking the ones that bring us to our knees, right? That's what you're yes. referring to. Those are the ones. Can you talk more about that? Those powerful emotions <clears throat> and the connection.
0: Yes. Having a great loss brings about probably the most powerful emotions we will ever experience in our lives. And if we have not healed future losses, when we experience a great loss, it will bring up every loss we've had previously in our lives for healing. So then we're left dealing not just with our current loss, but with all the things we've experienced in the past.
1: So you're saying a great loss, what you're referring to as a great loss, what's really happening is not, are you saying it's not just about that loss, it's bringing up all the losses that you've had. And that's why it's, it can be so um, traumatizing and debilitating. Is that what you're saying, Dr. Ann?
0: Yes. Yes, I am. And it sounds like it's a very difficult experience and it is, but it also brings about the very best conditions for us to heal not only our current loss, but those that we've experienced in the past. When we experience a great loss, it stops us dead in our tracks. It's hard to go on the way that we were, at least initially. This gives us a time out, and it gives us a time to look at our lives and to go back and heal things we have not healed previously and bring to ourselves for the future, greater joy and greater satisfaction from living.
1: Fascinating. Yeah. And I, and I can relate to this in other ways, you know, like you said, this isn't just about a loss of a loved one. This is any, any, anything can be a great loss, right. Whether, I mean, sometimes we, we have many people that are, that have lost their jobs, whether, you know, it was volunteer or not, or, um, you know, even women who have miscarriages. I mean, there's losses that, that are happen that are part of life. Um, and you can say it's, a, you say it can be an opportunity when Dr. Ann, how did you make that transition? Because you said you, that you had no joy that on the outside, you looked like, okay, she's going on with her life, but on the inside, you were, you, you said you were dead, right? There was no, how did you, how'd you do that, Anne? How did you make that transition into, okay, this is an opportunity here to heal all of the losses?
0: I found that the key was connecting with my higher self, my inner guidance. As souls, when we come to earth, we have what we call reincarnation amnesia. And we forget that we're souls and why we came here. But before we come, we have a plan, we plan carefully for each life. And part of our soul energy comes with us as our higher self to provide us with guidance throughout our life. So I found out that the key to healing was reconnecting with my higher self. Earlier in my career, I've been very connected to my higher self. And that led me to do the work that I've been doing. But When my daughter experienced a very unfortunate incident, she was assaulted, robbed, robbed, raped, and left for dead. Uh, She was shattered, broken, and my mother instincts went on high alert. I ended up bringing her home to live with me. And for the next few years, I would say virtually all of my attention was focusing on helping her. And I lost my connection with this inner guidance. So I found that the key to healing was reconnecting with my inner guidance and then healing the wounds that I had sustained from the experience. My theory is that when we experience a great loss, and not all losses are great losses, but some of those are the ones that shatter your world, those occur when we're not connected with our inner guidance We may be focused too heavily on someone or something else outside of ourselves. Uh, We may be just living such a busy, distracted life that we never take any time to look inside. Or we may have found a comfortable niche to just live our life on a superficial level, forgetting that the soul has an imperative for growth. So we're disconnected. And when this loss occurs, uh, we're left devastated. So the key is getting back in touch with that inner guidance.
1: Yeah. I mean, it sounds like a nightmare. And I mean, that, that sounds like an absolute living nightmare that, that you went through and the fact that you're able to get, I mean, this, this is extremely powerful. I love the way you said, this reincarnation and having amnesia. And you say that we, we planned all of this, like this isn't happening to us. We, are you saying we, we plan to have some of these nightmares, Anne? Yes. Did we select some of this?
0: <laughs> yes. I said, we come to earth to learn. And there actually is a, an earth curriculum, a number of things we can learn here. One of which is loss. But there are lives that we say that we want to especially obtain a lot of growth in. And in those lives, we may indicate that if we get off track, if we get off track for learning what we want to learn and following our purpose, we want something to occur so it will help us get back on track. And one of those things that could occur is loss.
1: So you're saying these things can happen to get us back on track, that they, they are positioned to do that for us.
0: Yes. Yes. Okay. And wow. I also want to say, if we lose a loved one, we don't lose them because we don't really die. They've yeah. just gone to another dimension. They're still with us. Yeah. It's like they're in the room next door. And the secret that I talk about in my book is we can talk through the wall. We can establish, reestablish communication with them.
1: And everyone who's listening, uh, Dr. Ann's book is called Healing from Great Loss, Facing Pain and Grief to Recover Your Authentic Self. Now your title is making a lot of sense. It's making a lot of sense in what you mean by recovering your authentic self. So we have an earth curriculum, you say, and some of our curriculum is to learn about loss. And that loss serves a purpose to help us get on track to, to who we are. Um, all this is set up for us, guys. So <laughs> we chose it. We just have amnesia and we forgot. is what you're saying. And our loved ones are not gone. They're like in the next room and you can open up the dialogue with them. It's not the same. It's a little bit different, but you can, um, this is absolutely fascinating. I can't imagine what you do for people. And I mean, it, it must, you must really, I can't imagine the lives that you impact teaching this for people. For people, can you share a little bit about that? I've
0: learned a lot about grief. I of course was working with people who had sustained very significant losses before I had my own. But since I've had my own loss, I've really broadened my practice during my sessions now, I am almost always able to help the client reconnect with their lost loved one uh, and it's it's a very powerful experience. We can do that through either past life regression sometimes or definitely through life between lives sessions.
1: Okay, so you call it lives between lives session or past life. So I assume that you have you went and you're trained as past life regression. Is that what you're saying? Yes,
0: and let me tell you the difference between the two. In a past life regression, we visit one or more past lives that we've had. In my practice, the average person who comes in to see me has lived between 700 and a thousand previous lives on earth. So we go back to the past life in life between lives session. We go to the time that we spend in between our lives. When we've gone back home to the spirit realm, we continue to grow and learn there. And that's where we plan our next life. If we plan to come back to earth. And
1: that's And, and, you say, if we plan to come back. So some people choose not to.
0: It's a choice
1: and we can choose not to. Oh, it's so funny. Cause I just had a client this morning and I said to her, well, you can always do it in your next life. She goes, oh no, 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 no. I'm not coming back. <laughs> <laughs> I am done. <laughs> so you say, you know, we choose, but between 700 and a thousand lives. That is absolutely fascinating.
0: Some going yeah. back to very ancient times.
1: Really, really fascinating. So, all of this. Um, where are you at today with the loss of your daughter? What is, you know, here we are six years later. Where are you at? What is that? What is life like for you now?
0: Life is much better for me now. Much richer. I'm more compassionate to people that have sustained losses. And I understand that the soul who was my precious daughter had fulfilled what she had planned to do on this earth and had decided it was time to go back home. I also understand that I had planned for this lesson to come into my life so that I could have a chance to uh, grow beyond that adverse situation and enrich my soul character. I also learned that there was a lesson embedded within that, a life lesson that I had tried to learn for several lifetimes and finally got it this time.
1: (laughs) You finally got it. And do you want to share what that lesson is? Is it about the higher self or you want to expand? I'm
0: happy to share that lesson. I describe it completely in my book. But what my lesson was really is I'm a helper. I really love to help people, and that's a good thing. We need to help others, but we need to be sure when we're helping others that we do not do so much that we drain ourselves and harm ourselves, and we also need to make sure that we don't help people to the point that they should be helping themselves. My problem was I like to help so much, I would go beyond that and I would help too much. And I did that again for a while with my daughter, but I finally learned it in that situation. And I know it at the core level now, even though I've been teaching about that, about not helping patients too much, I wasn't following it in my personal life. So experiences like this help us learn lessons at a core level so that in all future instances, we've learned the lesson
1: interesting and and you say you learn the lesson, but it it sounds to me like you also accept the lesson right there's a lot of things that I learn um, and I know or or people know and but then it's don't you believe that there's a level of I accept this a lesson to be true. Because sometimes we kind of push against it. And, we're like, and in some ways, it says to the universe, Well, I'm not done with that. You, might, you could bring that around again. We'll go, we'll do the merry-go-round thing. Um, but it sounds like you really um, accept uh, this. Would you say yeah. that's the case?
0: <clears throat> yes, I would say that's a very good point. It's interesting in school, we teach information. And then we test on it. Mm. Life, we get a situation
1: and how we
0: react to it is our test.
1: Mm. Now you speak in emotional detox language, because we talk all about reactivity, how you react to things, right? It's not about getting rid of our emotions. It's about how, how are we reacting to them? Um, yeah, this is this is it's been so incredibly helpful. How do you monitor that today? And in terms of you say, okay, I've, I've, I've learned, I accept the lesson that you cannot overhelp. I hope all my listeners are listening to this, all the nurses out there, the teachers, the parents, right? (laughs) Hello, let's wake up. Um, and how, how do you monitor that today, Anne? Because sometimes when it gets so ingrained at us, how do you live your life differently if you're not overdoing it? Can you give some tips or insights about that?
0: Well, first of all, I have to say that the loss made me super aware of when I encountered an individual or a situation that needed some help. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and so my antenna immediately go up now, and I think that the first step is we can't really change the behavior of anyone else. We can only love them. So my first response is to love them and to want the best for them, and then I look to see if there's anything I can do that would give them a boost, but I keep in mind that they need to be helping themselves, that this is a situation that will allow them to learn and grow, and that they have a right to be on their own life path.
1: So, what you're really talking about, Anne, is you're talking about a little bit of self discipline, right? And and I think of it in terms of of some of the best parenting styles. You know, when I taught parenting for years, it was always about that style in terms of research and what cultivates self-esteem and children and resilience and confidence, because we have a lot of children right now who are experiencing loss, right? Loss of friendship, loss of schooling, loss of, you know, whatever it is. Um, we know that the best support has some structure, right? Some, some discipline, but also some loving flexibility, right. And listening and things like that. And it kind of reminds me of what you're saying for yourself, that I can be compassionate, but I can have some, I can have some guidelines here. I can have some discipline not to over, overdo it for people that can do for themselves.
0: Yes. That's a very good way to say it. And I think, uh, yes, we do need to put some love into those situations. And I want to add here that when we've experienced a loss, one of the things that we need to do is turn that love to ourselves. We need to give ourselves lots of TLC. When we're we recovering from a loss, we need to give ourselves what I call extreme self-care. That is, we need to do for ourselves those things that make us feel better. We need to really put the attention on ourselves. It's our how, time for
1: healing. And how do you do that? Excuse me, I gotta sneeze. <laughs> How do you take care of yourself? Yeah, I set up
0: a whole program of, of extreme self-care. First of all, I don't like getting up early in the morning. And <laughs> a lot of times I would schedule things very early and I'd have to race around. So the first thing I did was start scheduling things later in the day and taking some special time in the morning to get up slowly, to enjoy that first cup of coffee, to write in my journal, and just give myself Some me time. One of the second things I did was to make sure that I had time to do things for myself every day, like meditating and exercising, going for a walk, spending some time in nature. I also love music. I took time to listen to music that stirs me, that uh, makes me feel good, makes me feel inspired. So I took time to do that. And one of my favorite activities was at night when the house became quiet, all all the activity was gone, everything was quiet, and I would go into the living room, turn off the lights, and sit in my favorite stuffed chair, curl up in that chair, and simply be quiet. And it was at those times that I could really hear my higher self speaking to me.
1: Oh, that's so beautiful. Thank you so much, Dr. Ann. Thank you for sharing all of this and, and all your service and what you do for people out there and being a resource is so important. I want to remind everyone, once again, her book is called healing from great loss, facing pain and grief to recover your authentic self. And you can find Dr. Ann at birminghamhypnosis.com. Thank you so much. Thank you. Oh, you're so welcome. And to my listeners, remember your emotions matter. Processing them matters more. And if you're listening to this now, it's January while we're recording this. Remember, I have a summit. I have the Emotional Detox Now Summit. So head on over to my website, emotionaldetoxnow.com. Register for the summit. It's free. Um, And I look forward to connecting with you there as well. Thank you.
0: Thank you for listening. To grab a copy of Sherryana's book or to join her weekly live meditation, go to sharyanaboyle.com.